Well, good morning, church. How are y'all? Good, good, good. Hey, y'all can be seated for a minute. Um, hey, I know it's a dreary day. I know it's cloudy outside, but we have reason to celebrate, right? Because Jesus is our Savior. Amen? Amen. All right, so if you're a first-time guest or you're watching on Liberty Online, we are so glad that you're here today visiting with us. Um, but today is going to be a little bit different of a service, all right? Um, because the truth of the matter is, I love Scripture. I think that there is power in God's holy word, and it is the power to change lives, to raise people from death to life. Amen? Amen. So what we're going to do today is um, I am just going to read Scripture over us as a congregation. Because, again, the power is in the Word. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to, there's going to be six different sections. Each section will have a title, and it will have Scripture that goes along with it. When I get done with this section, then we will stand up and we will sing a song as a congregation, and then we'll go right into another section. But uh, the entire time I'm reading Scripture, whether we're reading a Scripture or whether we are singing a song, I want you to know that this altar is open the entire time. This entire service is going to be a moment and a time for you to open your hearts to God's Word and to hear what He has to say to you. And so at any time, if you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to sit, you can sit. If you want to come to the altar and kneel, you can come to the altar and kneel. Um, there will be verse references up on the screen uh, so you can follow along. I am not going to reference each individual verse. I'm just going to read Scripture. Now, the answer is, why are we doing this? There should always be a why behind what we do, and especially inside the church, there should be a biblical reason. And in Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. See, the truth of the matter is, my own words, Pastor David's own words, anybody that stands here, their words don't have the power to change lives. But Scripture does. God's holy word has the power to change lives. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, the Apostle Paul is telling young Timothy, he says, Hey, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and to teaching. And so a regular sermon is needed, it says, to exhortation and teaching. But he also commanded Timothy to publicly read Scripture. Also in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, it said, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and keep what is written in it, for the time is near. So my prayer today, this morning, is that we receive a blessing because we are reading God's holy scripture. And then Isaiah 55, 11, it says, So that my, shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and it shall succeed in the things for which I have sent it. See, again, the power to change lives, the power to completely turn someone around, to make them into a new creation is in God's holy word, not in man's word. And so today, that's what we're going to do. There's a, there's a quote that I love by the theologian of Charles Spurgeon, and when he's talking about Scripture, he talks about how we constantly want to go in defense of Scripture. And he says, think about it this way. You, you're, you're walking down the street and there's a caged lion. And there are people on the street jeering and making fun of the lion and, and coming in attacks of a caged lion. And then there are a few people that are there going in defense of the lion saying, hey, you don't need to do that. Don't do that. Like, we need to protect the lion at all costs. And Spurgeon says, I have a better idea. How about we just let the lion out of the cage and let him do what he knows he can do? And that's what we're going to do this morning. We're just going to let the lion out of the cage. And I am just going to read scripture over us as a congregation. And allow the Holy Spirit to move. And so as he moves over you, you do what you need to do. Stand, sit, come kneel. But my prayer today is that we, we throw off every burden. We throw off everything that is distracting us this morning. And we just hear the words of God's holy word. And allow it to move in our hearts. So I'm going to pray. And we're going to dive right into the first section. And again, you can stand, you can sit, you can do what you need to do. But let's pray, and we'll get started. Lord, thank you for what you did for us. You humbled yourself to be a baby in a manger and walked on this earth perfectly, just to go to a cross and die for our sins. And Lord, we know that the power is in your word. 
And so today, I pray that as we read it over the congregation, I pray you move in this place. As, as it says in Acts, Lord, you open the heart of Lydia to hear the words that Paul was speaking. Lord, I pray that you open the hearts of the people that are here and the people that are watching online to hear your word. And it changes their life. It sends them into eternity so that they could spend forever with you. Lord, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you did. Thank you for the honor to stand here and read your word because I am not worthy. But Lord, this is what you've commanded us to do. And so I pray that we are faithful and we are honoring. And as we leave out of this place today, we continue what has started here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. The first section is titled, Who is the Lord? For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Thus says God, the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and the spirit of those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you into righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open up the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison of those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. I give my glory. I give to no other, nor my praise to carve idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and the new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you them. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, and Cush and Seba in exchange for you. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? awesome and glorious deeds doing wonders you stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them you have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed you have guided them by your strength to your holy abode I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God for they shall return to me with their whole heart I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea so that his waves roar the Lord of hosts is his name he stretches out the north over the void he hangs the earth on nothing he binds up the waters in his thick clouds and the cloud is not split under them he covers the face of the full moon and spreads it over his cloud he has inscribed a circle on the face of the waters at the boundary between light and darkness the pillars of heaven tremble and are astounded at his rebuke by his power he stilled the sea. By his understanding he shattered Rahab. By his wind the heavens were made fair. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. Behold, these are just the outskirts of his ways. And how small a whisper do we hear of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand?
Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Let's stand and let's sing.
Again, you can be seated if you want. You can remain standing. This next section is Praise the Lord. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool of water and the flint into a spring of water. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. I love the Lord because he heard my voice and my pleas for mercy, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pains of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest. For the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Come, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, Zion, he who made heaven and earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, O servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing to his name, for it is pleasant. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who made the great lights, for his steadfast love endures forever. To the sun to rule over the day, for his steadfast love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule overnight, for his steadfast love endures forever. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day that I called, you answered me. My strength of soul you increased. All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of, my mouth, of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and you are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me. You and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. 
My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I could, would count them, they would be more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way of the everlasting. Let's stand and let's sing.
This next section is our sin, His grace. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. We all have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But God demonstrates his own love toward us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For, the, for our sake he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with one heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. And it was full of bones, and he led me around among them. And behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O oh Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy over these bones and say to them, O oh dry bones, hear the, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and I will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and I prophesied, and there was a sound, and behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied, and he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love in which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us in him in heavenly places with Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the results of works, so that anyone may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, to me every knee will bow and every tongue will praise God. 
Therefore, God has God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, those in heaven and those on the earth and those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishable, and the mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's stand and let's sing.
This next section is death, burial, and resurrection. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole battalion. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they were striking his head with a reed, and spitting on him, and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of his purple cloak, and put on his clothes, and led him out to crucify him. Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots, dividing, in, dividing his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him that read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged at rallied at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we, indeed, justly, for we are receiving our due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lemma shabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. And Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And, the com and coming out of the tombs after his re resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing was white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. As he said, Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell the disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up to him and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not fear. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. When I saw him, I fell at his feet, though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not. I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I'm alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let's stand and let's sing.
Oh 
Our confidence in the Great Commission. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, he was the one who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No! In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer God an acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. And Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as my father knows me and I know my father, I lay, my, lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also. And they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. For this reason, the father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you in heaven, their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountain and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Go therefore and make disciples of all na nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the ends of the age. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wonders. Boast in his holy name. May the heart of those who seek the Lord be joyful. 
I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and rejoice. Exalt the Lord with me and let's all exalt His name together. Examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves or do you not realize about about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. That you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of spirit and bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all, and in all. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all you do be done in love. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have and deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other greater, no other commandment greater than these. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land in which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I commanded you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in the land of flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hands, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, and you shall bind them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Be strong and show yourself like a man, and keep the charge of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules, and his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn that the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me, saying, if your sons pay close attention to walk their way, to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. And therefore it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. And the preacher sought to find words of delight and uprightly he wrote words of truth. The words of the wise are like goads and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. They are given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these. Of making many books, there is no end, and much study is weariness of the flesh. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. 
Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's stand and let's sing. I speak to you.
If y'all will remain standing, we're going to conclude as a congregation with the Lord's Prayer. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Y'all may be seated. Gentlemen, if you want to come up and we could start doing the offering. Um, listen, I know this was a little bit different. Um, and I'd like to say I hope you enjoyed it. But the truth of the matter is, it doesn't really matter if you enjoyed it or not. We did what the Lord has called us to do, and that is just read Scripture publicly over as a congregation. Um, I hope it brought joy to you. I hope it brought comfort to your soul. Um, and I pray that as you go out, you fall more and more in love with Scripture because that is where the power is. Anytime the devil comes to attack, it is Scripture we go to. Anytime hard times come, it is Scripture that gives us comfort. It is given to us by the Lord in order to walk through this life and make a difference for His name. So men, y'all could go ahead and continue.